0: Welcome to The Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. I'm Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And this is an episode for Sunday, August 5th. Only for this day. Don't listen to it any other day. Nope. Hey. It's it's only for Sundays. Only for Sundays. And this is our Sunday chill stream. This is our Sunday chill stream, bro. Hell yeah, dude. We're just hanging out, man. How you feeling today, man? Kind of tired, actually. Did we have too chill of a day? Too chill of a day. (laughs) Because we had a busy
1: day yesterday, I would say. I did. I don't know about you. I don't know what you did before... I
0: streamed yesterday. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I streamed some Mon Hun. That's Mon the... Hun World. Well, we actually say Mon Hun W to abbreviate it. Okay. Yeah, so I was playing some Monster Hunter. Who? W- you and the other Mons? All the other Mons. Okay. No, well, well we're actually the Huns. <laughs> okay. We're hunting Mons.
1: I guess I've been away from the game for a while. We're...
0: Yeah, it's, it's a different environment. <laughs> okay, it's sure. It's a different environment. So I played that for a few hours. You know, I got into that um, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, X monster hunter world capcom square enix jamboree yeah yeah tell me about it um it's hard really so it has this introductory uh mission where you think everything's cool you're out there in the wild spire plains or whatever the fuck you call them okay and you see a little cactus man famed from final fantasy lore the cactuar the, the cactuar is it cactuar cactuar yeah I believe you. Sure. And they're bouncing around. They're doing their thing. They're running away. And Giving then,
1: you a thousand needles.
0: Right. And then you see this fucking magical crystal floating around and spinning and whatnot. And there's this. Uh, what's that one son of a bitch raptor? Uh, the the rock stealer.
1: Uh, Yaku- not the Kulu.
0: The Yaka Kulu. Kuzalaku. The Kulu Yaku, I think. Ka- Kulu laku comes in snatches that Ooh. shit you got to chase him down but get this you can't knock it out of his hands and you can't really attack him from the front too well so you got to get in there and start hitting him from the back sure but he's jumping he's 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 nuts and apparently the crystal makes him in biggin. he gets larger okay Mm-hmm. i don't like that
1: dude at its normal size so i can't imagine it any bigger it's,
0: it took a bunch of tries sure it took a bunch of tries and it was very frustrating to jump back into the world because i haven't played monster hunter in months
1: uh, no, you haven't, from what I can remember, you haven't no. played any of the more recent updates or events them. that they've been doing. None of them. Uh, whereas I've kept up with, like, the Mega Man one, and the Street Fighter one, and the Devil May Cry one that they did, like, a month or two ago.
0: Where, what, what was I, do- I don't know, There's other games going um, on.
1: Um, we, we just moved, and I think we were playing a bunch of other stuff, like you were doing Far Cry 5, and then we had God of War, mm. so a lot of stuff yep. we were juggling.
0: Yeah, I think God of War, uh, definitely took me away from it pretty yeah. hard and fast. Eventually... Sure. You fight the behemoth. I don't know. Like, I think it's supposed to be the way he looks in Final Fantasy XIV, which is to say he is, like, he's got muscles on muscles on muscles on muscles. Like, he's very imposing and mm-hmm. un- just unnerving looking with the muscles. Like, it's very... And he's huge. Okay. And he's annoying as shit. And he does a bunch of, like... What color is he? Meteor... Is gray. he red? He's brown. He's brown? He gets red. Okay. He gets red at certain points, and then he... <laughs> Launches some fire at you and it okay. sucks, and all of that sucks and it's terrible. And it, makes me, <laughs> it makes me feel very, very weak. But the game's been fun. I told you I fucked around with the settings uh, to make it play a little bit more like Bloodborne.
1: Yeah, you were telling me about that. So yeah. where do you have your attack set up now? Is uh, it no, it's all. The,
0: I, I didn't change any okay. of the um, actual button presses mm. inputs, but there's a there's like a different control style. The way that uh, the direction that you attack and such, I forget. I don't know. Don't it's make It's like the expand. camera lock-on? Don't make... No, 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 none of this. It's such <laughs> a... Like, honestly, like, I know you're trying to, like, use the, the usual typical things that in other games would change. Sure. There's something in Monster Hunter very specific that I was just like, what the fuck is this setting? Mm-hmm. And it's like, playstyle one, playstyle two. And one of them is just like, oh, yeah, your your attacks will, like, I don't know, like, soft lock. It's not about auto-lock, but it soft locks against okay. enemies. I turned that off, and now it feels great. Mm-hmm. And I also jacked up the camera sensitivity. Oh, cool. To high. Very cool. And it feels great. Nice. So I, I suggest doing
1: I've been thinking such. about getting back into that game, but I feel so far removed from it, and it is such a game that you have to kind of like steep yourself back into and relearn how to play. Because mm-hmm. like few other games I've played on the PS4 feel like that mechanically. So, I, I had forgotten that there was so
0: much like item management to deal with. That's what I was
1: thinking of too. I was thinking of like the quick wheel for like all the shortcuts mm-hmm. for your items and stuff like that. And I'm like, I forget how to do that. It's a bit much. And you get it down to like the flick of a thumb uh, when you're doing it on the fly.
0: i don't know you know how like you have all that shit in your d-pad and i'm like flipping through like 28 items to get to like one shrank dart or something (laughs) or one trap by the time like i get to it like the monster's awake yeah he's running around already he killed me he jumped on me with his fucking stupid claws okay It's, it's a terrible time
1: are you going at this fight alone or you got the boys with you
0: which boys uh
1: the monster boys you got any your your monster crew with you? I never had a crew. Okay, never had a crew. Wow, way to forsake me and your and Dave's time and Irfan <laughs> and Micah
0: managed. No man, everyone disbanded. <laughs> Damn, everyone disbanded. I don't see Dave on there. Ooh. Irfan hasn't touched the game in four years. That doesn't even make sense. He's it's still been playing four Bloodborne. years, he doesn't play anything actually. Oh, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does play like sometimes he goes to like Dark Souls games, but he like legitimately will maybe play. Like, once a week. Something once a week. He doesn't play, like, nightly. Uh, he's, like,
1: super casual. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, I can respect over. that. Not 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 the drag the boy on the air. <laughs> mm. Nobody games like we do, bro. You know that. We, uh, out of our, our adult friends. We're, like,
1: hobby grade plus. Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I don't know anybody else, like, at work or anybody. Because, like, they'll try to talk to me about video games and shit. Mm-hmm. And it'll always be like, yeah, you know, i um i'm playing this mobile this this mobile game i'm like what, what is it and it's like well you know it's kind of like a match three i'm like okay yeah cool. all right we don't yep. have to keep talking
1: i know so many people that are like on those sort of games on their breaks at work or elsewhere and i'm just like it's yeah. it's that sort of gaming market that i just haven't connected with and i don't think i will like i have friends who are playing like that jurassic park mobile game i forget what it's called no. it's an evolution
0: no that's a that's a full-fledged console game okay what's the other one then Okay. Well, oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait—the wait, one that's like Pokemon. Yeah, Go? yeah,
1: we're out in the world, kind of catching dinosaurs. I don't think or it, or...
0: it ever had a name.
1: Okay. I think they just put like a
0: dinosaur logo, and that was it. <laughs> no.
1: it looks real weird, though. I'm not gonna lie. Oh really? Yeah. I've never. I don't care. Okay.
0: Like I don't care to ever
1: look at it. Yeah, but... it's it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, not. but I want to get into this Final Fantasy 14 event. Um, why? Just because
0: I think it'd be cool. Oh, okay. I want the costumes. They, and... have, they have that stupid chocobo. Choc- chocobo. Yeah. <laughs> Choc- chocobo Choc- music sure when you're uh chasing after the cool little See, i
1: love that i love that each event is kind of like very tailored to the game or franchise it's from like the mega man one like mm. the earlier uh events you did in arenas specifically or at least some of them and there would just be theme music that would play as you're doing these fights so that's cool that this one's out in the wild spire and it's more like sweeping and more of a chase and hunt so i think it's just time to call
0: curtains on the game you think so yeah just shut it fucking down like it's done They hit a milestone, aren't they, like... That's fantastic, but it's it's done, Capcom. We moved on. Okay. (laughs) This is the new division. It's like, we get a couple months out of it, and then it's like, bye 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 (laughs) bye We're moving on to the next game as a service. (laughs) Uh, I mean, to be fair, we
1: kind of felt similarly after we came off this one, where it's like, well, there's not much to do except grind over the same stuff again. And I think we hit the grindstone really hard with this.
0: I definitely don't want to go after that Platinum now. Now that I'm thinking about what's involved with it, I don't want to do it. It's
1: like a thousand hour platinum. I don't want to do and that. So much of it's left up to randomness. I just, and I don't like that.
0: I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, have you been playing something else?
1: Um, well, I haven't been playing monster hunter world at all, so <laughs> I cannot speak on that, but I, I've been playing a lot of, uh, very Japanese games. That's, it's going to be like under the iGIS of, because I think all the games I'm playing
0: are... What would make a game very Japanese? It's
1: just from a Japanese studio, publishers, all that. Oh, I don't know and if the,
0: that's very Japanese. And the though.
1: gameplay style. So, all right. like, very Japanese. So, to to put like it out Center there, so... Kagura. Yeah, <laughs> or Berser- the Berserk games. The Berserk... Well, yeah. That's yeah. pretty Japanese. It's pretty, that's or, very Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, I guess in chronological order here, um, since our last cast, the Blood Boys Blood cast, which... We loved. Thank you guys for tuning in. That that was an awesome. Yeah, hit. dude. Um, I got back into Bloodborne. for oh, just I, got, a few I was the audience days. in that instance.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, man.
1: Um, okay, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, but I went in and I dipped back into ten more hours of Bloodborne. Got the platinum. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I had to get the platinum, so I had just to go dip back in. back
0: into another ten
1: hours. In comparison to the hundred hours we put in prior, that's nothing. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Well, how did you feel getting that that victory lap how did that feel was that good
1: it wasn't too bad i mean i think my second run through i liked a little more and then the Mm. third one i got hit by weird like barriers where i got slowed down um like the shadows of yarman fight um and then mikalash totally fucking Mm. like killed my momentum of like the last act of that game for me
0: just added two more hours you didn't need. Yeah,
1: really, when I probably could have done that playthrough in, like, five hours, it took me, like, seven to ten.
0: They should have made Mika Lash, um... I was gonna say an optional fight, but they should have just not made it. That's I wish, what I'm I hope
1: there's a patch one day where they take him out. Or they at least no. replace him with, like... You know Nick Cage... From uh, The Wicker Man, where he's got the cage of bees over do his head. I just want him to be... <laughs> I, want him, I want that when version do, of him.
0: When they do the Bloodborne adaptation, Nicolas yeah. Cage will play Mikolaj.
1: <laughs> huh, grant <aside>. us <laughs> eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so,
1: played a shit ton of that, got the platinum. Uh, really proud of that moment. Really hard.
0: Speaking of Bloodborne, sir. Sure. Uh, a friend of the show, a saved roommate, uh, Mr. Vargi himself, mm-hmm. he is just got into Bloodborne... He texted me today and he was asking me like, "Dude, how do you get through the central yarn and part? Like I've done this over and over" dude we feel your pain and i was like yeah like you said well if he gets past that he can do anything in the
1: game yeah if you could learn the ebb and flow of combat and the way the enemies work and how you're supposed to progress and go back and level from that area alone you got the rest of the game Well, he asked
0: me like (laughs) should i be focusing on trying to figure out this like counter thing with the guns and i was like i was like "Mm, i would practice it but honestly if you're not comfortable with it lean on what you're comfortable with so i was like I went pretty much all melee and relied on my rolls to be like kind of counterintuitive. I told him, like, don't don't waste your time try- ty- trying to be tricksy. You're gonna, like, put yourself open to the attack. And he took my advice, and he was mm-hmm. like, he texted back after, he was like, dude, I just got through the Cleric Beast, and now I'm hooked.
1: Nice, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. It's I'm glad talks. that he got past that. Uh, sure did. For me, like, the trick shots, or not the trick shots, the, um, the counter shots and the stagger, I didn't really fuck with until some of the boss fights where I felt like it was mm-hmm. just necessary because I was like, I can't stop these fuckers. I've
0: never felt that it was necessary. My play style, never, I never really had, like, an issue with it because mm-hmm. I really did rely on like putting a bunch of in a stamina and just going like i'm gonna roll out of the way in no case sure things get real fucked up for
1: sure but like for some of the hunter fights in the game um like the the hunter fight you do at the end of eileen's quest line or even the lady maria fight i feel like the stagger is so crucial because they do it to you and like
0: yeah if, can if you can get with them a, with that
1: good stagger and then a visceral it goes a long way the
0: normal enemies i feel like with the monsters i never really fucked no, with the at encounters all. at all um so what's up nothing what are you gonna say? go ahead you're gonna say something else about bloodborne even though we had an entire podcast about it bro <laughs> uh well thanks for the drop <laughs> I appreciate it no so um
1: Vargy's in it I'm glad um if you need our help vargie we're here for you I Fucking told him back in the bell I told him blood, um, blood
0: boys are always there for you even when you think we're not that's true we're always there and the always pool. thinking about it and
1: man. then the other two japanese games I've been playing uh the shadow of the colossus remake it's mm-hmm. pretty bomb diggity so far mm. about nine colossi in nine of colossi
0: of, of 60
1: 16
0: 600 huh <laughs> wow man that's a lot of dlc they, they would colossi. need a whole
1: nother fucking <laughs> engine for that game shadow of the colossus world <laughs> <laughs> shit but no it's really good i appreciate the work that blue point put into it it is a f- phenomenal ground up rework um and i was actually like because they give you proof of concepts and concept arts for um the original game versus the remake um in like the start menu so you can compare shots and the way the original Mm. levels look versus how they look down it's like yeah there's a difference interesting yeah uh
0: you you said it's still a little clunky though
1: yeah so to all its credit i'll give it like i'm gonna praise it on its graphical front the rework sound design's awesome uh just being in the world and the photo mode. I love the photo mode. Mm. It fits at home with that game so nicely. And to be able to, like, you know, climb to a tower and maybe take a screenshot there or, like, t- in the middle of a monster fight, it just feels good. That's all good stuff. For me, though, they didn't do enough to the controllers to really
0: help its case. Do you still have to use triangle to jump?
1: No, so they give you like three different uh, controller configurations that you can fuck with. Um, One's like a classic way, one's new, and there's a different revamped one. But um, they relegate uh, triangle to call your horse aggro, so you can be like, aggro! And you hit that with triangle, (laughs) and then uh, X is jump now. So Okay. uh, Dodge is circle, and then attack is square, I think, so... Okay, that's yes. that's more familiar. Yeah, so, I mean, had they left the other way, it would have felt a little more clunky. Hmm. That, that's the only thing that could have been worked on a little bit, was just the control schema, but otherwise, it's good. It was worth the $20 I spent, and I've been loving it so far.
0: It was on sale for you? 20 bucks?
1: Yeah, I bought it during the uh, Pro Week uh, a few months ago, when they were doing that big sale it's originally it was 40 i think but it dropped to half price
0: what a GameStop! yeah yeah oh let's not shout them out man no no no. they let motherfuckers hack my account son they really did they really did and tried to tell me like oh there's no changes made to your account so you should just change your password i was like uh they wiped my reward points and i got a notification about what they used it on it was a fucking psn three dollar gift card Damn. They were really fucking scrounged for change there. Yeah, I told you about that. Like, one day I'm at work and suddenly I'm getting, like, fucking 14 emails through Gmail saying, like, oh, yeah, here's your account reset uh, notification. Here's your verification code. Here's your verification code. Here's your I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I did not initiate this. I had to go through... By the way, fuck you very much, whoever the fuck fucked with that shit, because I had to go back and change all of my passwords for everything just to make sure that this fuckface couldn't get, like, a hold. But, so far, it was just the uh, GameStop rewards points account thing but
1: quick sidebar Mm. uh why did they hack your account because we didn't talk about this
0: we haven't talked about this i had a theory but i can't confirm i thought when i tweeted uh that i got the ps4 uh spider-man ps4 there it is that's what i wanted to hear i put it on twitter i was like oh i finally got it or whatever yeah uh i i don't know i have no idea because like nothing about my twitter account really like not really give somebody access to my email that's true you know what i'm saying i have no idea Hmm. i don't know how hackers hack i don't know they just do their thing and i'm like damn you're scary i just imagine they're like neo man they fucking blink and slow down bullets and shit you know except they spend their time getting three dollar psn cards like what do you even buy with that fucking uh fred five nights at freddy's currency what you, like what you get yourself the dancing skeleton themes <laughs>
1: there's like two dollar like dynamic themes <laughs> i hate some of those They're
0: like some of them like oh here's a spooky one because there's like a moon in the background yeah. and then there's one like oh here's an islander one yeah. and they have like fucking dreadlocks yeah or blue eyed cat and it's just like variations there's of so, cats there's so many of them yeah. i don't know why uh, what was that other Japanese game you're playing?
1: Uh, the last one I'm playing, it's uh, Square Enix published, Platinum Games made, Nier Automata. Uh,
0: Near Automata*. near Automata*, Adit- *Automaton*, Automata's Nomina. *Become as Daniel* edition. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm, I'm about an hour
1: into it, and my my critique so far, it's it's minimal, but it's just it's a lot. It throws a lot at you and its Good. first opening moments but none of it's bad
0: it slaps you around is what it does I love uh it.
1: yeah no i'll quote you from what you said like probably a year ago it is the mm. most what arcadey video gamey game you've ever played
0: it's the most video game
1: game and i can agree fight. with that 100 because like your opening segments like you're kind of in an airship it kind of reminds me of like galaga and then like mm. beat hazard at some points and then you have like met combat and then like the platforming the hack and slash elements like it's got a lot going for it it's really neat really stylistic i just don't know what's going on
0: you don't, need, you don't have to worry about that. And I yeah. got to tell you, even your first playthrough, you're not going to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's going
1: to take me, how many playthroughs are there, like 25?
0: Yeah, well, there's about uh, 26 different endings, yeah. one for each uh, letter in the alphabet. Uh, Not even kidding about that one.
1: I hear there's one where you get to fight the creator of the game. <laughs> like there's a secret ending where you fight him.
0: God, you know what? Going going back to the Matrix. Yeah. Do uh, you remember the um, <laughs> the Matrix Path of Neo game for PS2? I don't. Where they didn't mimic the ending of Revolutions because they were like, oh, we want to make this more like interactive and video gaming. Yeah. So. Literally, the Wachowskis show up to kind of explain why the third (laughs) act is different before you do the boss fight. And then you do a boss fight where you fight a gigantic skyscraper-sized Agent Smith while flying around and dodging fucking, like, projectiles that he shoots at you. That sounds wild. Yeah. That sounds like at least five things I've done in Nier so far, though. I don't think that happened. I don't... Well, yeah, no, I, uh, that's actually exactly how Nier plays. <laughs> yeah. These games are very similar. i got to tell you, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Platinum was inspired by Path Neo. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, it's good. I don't think I've played a,
1: a Platinum game before this. Like, they did Bayonetta, right?
0: uh yes correct they also and... did vanquish which was really rad really underrated um they did that transformers devastation game the cell cell shaded oh uh... shit yeah that was i bad. got
1: that for free a few weeks ago or months ago or years ago whenever it came out it was a while ago <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> some time ago
0: actually that one wasn't bad it was no? fun it was fun actually uh no they do a good job but th- sometimes they do like licensed dreck yeah they did um uh, the Legend of Korra game, which was fucking derided mm-hmm. very quickly, and should be written off because it wasn't <laughs> very good. Okay, they've done a few other games like that. I I don't know what it is. Like maybe some of these projects are like we need to fund near, so why not just score this license and like shit out a quick game for Sega? Yeah, or something like that. I... No,
1: that's that's a fair point. Yeah. What What do you think it is about near that makes it so good? Like.
0: Nier is just a stellar game. Yeah. It's a stellar game that has an amazing art direction and has amazing music. I really can't fucking express enough how much I like the music in that game. It was really, really well done. It's cool.
1: It's like both nuanced and then very sweeping and orchestral at other moments. I don't
0: even think early on you're going to get a sense of the fact that you are kind of in a soft open world. You can kind of approach missions how you like when you want to and such. I mean, it's still kind of like rigid in certain ways. I mean, you're not playing a, you know, a Japanese GTA. That's not really <laughs> no. what's happening, but it it's just interesting how that story unfolds and how they how the battles play and I don't know. Getting good at that game feels good. Nice. You know, it's a challenging game.
1: Is I, there like a I, I reckon, uh, mm-hmm. a level of progression with like your attacks and your weapon sets and stuff like sure, that? Sure, sure,
0: sure. Yeah, you get different uh I don't I'm not sure if you get different weapons per se. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you do. Uh it's just um yeah, you get a little better with how you uh, unleash your combos. You get a little better with how you use your little robot friend that like shoots with you.
1: Yeah, that's a wild like additive to the combat. Yeah, and they, <laughs> I
0: think that you could switch like perks and certain things that they do. And hmm. You can control them or have an auto mode. Yeah, it's okay, good shit. that's
1: what I want. I want an auto yeah, yeah, mode yeah. for that. Fucker. And you
0: play as more than one character. Keep that in mind. Uh, maybe not in the first playthrough, but you will across, across subsequent playthrough just give it a good shot i'm gonna give man. it a very
1: good shot i like what i'm playing give- so far and 2b is a really interesting character
0: um i would say so too yeah, yeah. i would say so too just just give it a good shot so yeah hey, you know what i've been playing doug what have you been playing I, I i picked up the Mega Man x legacy collection oh yeah i've been seeing you get yeah. down on that like the last few nights well i only got the first half i didn't get the second half because like it split up uh twenty dollars and twenty dollars so oh really you have Mega Man x uh one through four on the first part. Okay. And then whatever the fuck else. All the weird bad ones are on the second, on the second part. Half? Okay. Yeah, I like that sure.
1: they kinda of gave players that option of like you don't want to buy the whole thing. Here's half the price. Yeah, it's half kinda game, nice. That's kinda nice actually.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I I haven't played too much Mega Man X as a kid. Um I think we're talking about this. I had this. it, but I don't remember ever just like beating it. I don't think I
1: remember Mega Man as a game was that game that or Mega Man as a kid for me was that game where I would kind of pick it up randomly at friends houses or otherwise and I never owned it so I never got to play it all the way through but it was always fun and I -hmm. I can't recall which ones I played to be honest
0: yeah they all kind of um, blurred together but Mm -hmm. there is a very distinct difference when you get to the PS1 uh, era and on Um, honestly Mega Man X4 I gave it a try it was like the first PS1 Mega Man. It's an ugly game, It's a very... They got this weird kind of, like, low-res art style going on in the background, and obviously, like, the the foreground graphics are, like, good, but the rest is just goofy-looking. Okay. I don't know what's... Something's wrong with that game. I hope... Yeah, I'm kind of worried. Like, I'm interested in the rest of the collection, but I'm worried that... Some of those games are going to be pretty whack ass.
1: Probably, and I've I've heard like varied opinions on all that.
0: Yeah, and at this point, like I'm probably more interested in just waiting until Mega Man 11 comes out. I'm sure. actually super excited about that one because the art style looks amazing.
1: That was really cool. Is that 2.5D? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: cool. 2.5D. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm still having like a a good bit of fun. I'm just kind of surprised at how fucking hard it is like when you're going through the normal levels you're it's fine like yeah yeah, you just got to memorize shit but the bosses require a precision that's like extreme like pretty extreme it reminds me of like uh, more
1: recently how it is with like games like shovel knight or hollow knight
0: like you have to kind of really study their movements and not take too many hits i think those games are easier You think so? fucking Mega Man. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Mega Man's boss fights are disgusting where it's like, okay, I got your patterns down, but then you'll look and notice that you're not doing significant damage to them whatsoever. Okay. And you're just like, oh, shit. (laughs) So you got to be perfect for a while. In some of these boss okay. fights, but then again, like it gets easier when you the more bosses you take down, you get like the different uh, upgrades to yourself and different like ways to shoot shit at them. And I I haven't fucked with the interplay of that. I'm trying. I'm focusing on X okay. right now, but I I'll give you an update on that.
1: I, I keep like popping in on you while you're playing it, and it's cool to watch you like go through some of the levels and remember some of those little nuances yeah. to the gameplay, like the wall the wall jumps. And... Oh,
0: the wall jumps are great. The wall yeah. sliding and whatnot. I mean, made that game feel <laughs> just like way more intimate. But, awesome. Um... Oh, yeah, quick, quick, quick shout-out, by the way. Uh, It's Evo this weekend, man. Sure. Some weird shit coming out of Evo. Because people are always, like, waiting for, like, announcements and stuff. Two things. Okay. They announced that uh, there's going to be another Smash Direct. Oh. They announced that today.
1: Wasn't that E3 for Nintendo? That was just a whole Smash Direct. (laughs) I thought so, (laughs) too, but they got more,
0: apparently. Okay,
1: that's cool. I'm stoked to see more.
0: Yeah, and then... um, (laughs) So Tekken Seven, which has been out, they're doing a season two of it. Okay, that has some characters, including like Anna Williams and whatnot. But okay. most importantly, Daniel <laughs> um, Negan from The Walking Dead is going to be a
1: playable character in the Tekken series. So if you guys haven't gotten your fucking Negan fix by now,
0: here's some more. Here's some more playism. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? You think he would fit that world? I think just because a thing is a thing doesn't mean you need to cross two things.
1: I mean, we've noticed that a lot with uh, Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, <laughs> Tekken. Uh, when I saw that yeah. Noctis was in Tekken 7, I was like, why?
0: Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's be fair about things. God, or Okay, uh, Kratos, God of War in Mortal Kombat. was an exclusive. Yeah. I like it. That works. Uh, this is kind of a stretch, but I still liked it. Link in Soul Calibur too. Yeah. I like it. His move sets were awesome. It's great. Sure, works. <laughs> Do we need <laughs> Negan from The Walking Dead, a homicidal maniac that has uh, bashes people's heads in? This is not a Mortal Kombat game, by the way. That's true. This is fucking Tekken.
1: We're glorifying this bastard at this point. A
0: three D arena fight. I don't know. It's a weird. It's just a weird thing. I. I it's not the first. It's not my first pull. I gotta tell you, in fact, I would almost, yeah, that he would fit a Mortal Kombat game, right?
1: I think so. Especially with his style of, of I don't know, execution and how brutal he is. <sighs> um, but if they got him for Mortal Kombat, I would need Jeffrey Dean Morgan's likeness and mannerisms. Because <laughs> that's why I like Negan, I like well, that. Well, the, the trailer like had
0: his voice and everything, so I'm assuming that. Oh, like, really? Yeah, maybe they just, um, maybe they got him uh, to do his shit. Cool. I, Whatever. It's weird. It's part of DLC. Noctis is apparently in the game, too. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. 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 (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, Evo's really not my thing because I'm not a big uh, fighting game dude, but that's cool. Um, You know, what is also coming up? Uh, QuakeCon,
0: right? QuakeCon is next week, and apparently that's going to be the debut of Doom Eternal. Oh, I'm so stoked. Yeah. Although, it might be a closed doors reveal, man, because that's what they did with the original Doom, or the original reboot Doom. They showed it at QuakeCon, I was there, and they never released that footage until like months and months after the fact. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a simul view. In fact, I remember at that event, they were like, put your phone away. Put your phone away or we're going to fucking like... Kick you out. We're going to hit you across the face with a PC tower. And
1: then we're going to send you to Mars and have you fight fucking demons.
0: <laughs> Apparently. They got the money to do it. Sure. Um, Oh, the other so Evo, I do like watching just the high level of play mm-hmm. for a lot of these games just like the watch people do to like this pull off these disgusting moves. Well some I of the most like skilled players in the world are there. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I was watching this one uh video like on Twitter <laughs> of Sonic Fox going against I don't know. <laughs> I just know Sonic Fox. Sure. And they're playing Injustice too. And my dude who was fighting Sonic Fox stood up and was just like, pick another character. <laughs> Holy shit. Because, <laughs> like, uh, apparently, uh, what's your name? Fire Starter or Fire... Starfire is pretty shitty and OP okay. in Injustice 2. <laughs> I loved it, though. And then That's the, funny. E- the Evo Twitch fucking... Or the... the uh, what do you call it? The Evo Twitter uh, <laughs> fucking shouted out that moment. And I was like, damn. That's cool. Yeah. Tell us see. about that other moment from uh, Evo. With the Tekken director. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Right? Uh, no, um, yeah, Harada. Somebody was coming at him about, like, you know, not announcing, like, extra shit or so good. I don't know. Something like that at Evo. And he clapped back at him. He was just like, shut your mouth and go watch stream and eat delicious pizza, <laughs> was this man's response. It's <laughs> <What? which is laughs> the most respectful clapback I've ever heard. Uh, but at the same time, damn. But let's let's keep in mind in the grander scheme of things my boy's not going to get fired for being rude to a quote unquote customer on no. twitter let's keep that in mind all right like
1: even if we watch that tweet and the effect of it over the next week i don't think it's going to have nearly the no effect.
0: no i think for some reason uh, him and uh what's his face uh camilla mm-hmm. uh from platinum they can get away with whatever the fuck they want to say on twitter because people are like oh okay
1: i think maybe they just have people have such a level of respect for these directors and designers that they're like oh they can say whatever the fuck they want is that what it is respect or is it just because they're dudes Uh, probably that too i mean we we talked about that two episodes ago the arena net thing yeah 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 where I i feel like jessica price only got under such fire because of her position and the fact that she was a woman whereas like these dudes they can do it to say shut your mouth and eat your goddamn delicious pizza like what?
0: <laughs> what? First of all, I want to frame that one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great tweet. Can we have like a like neat tweets framed on the walls, like Harada's. <laughs> 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 Shut your mouth and eat delicious pizza. <laughs>
1: that's that's great. That's gonna go in the office whenever that, we get one.
0: Uh, you got anything else you want to air out before I uh, go into some shit? Um. No, I think we can roll into your stuff. I kind of wanna. I kind of want to pre-order Black Ops 4 just to play the uh, beta next weekend. Yeah, I've been hearing good things. Are you what? Tell so, me your level of hype for Black Ops 4. My level of hype is, this, I always buy Call of Duty games yeah. every year. Like I don't, it doesn't matter what my level of hype is. Like, <laughs> You're gonna buy. I know it. what I'm getting? Which is like, there's a certain standard that I expect from these games. Mm. Uh, this one's a little weird. This one's a little weird without the campaign. Uh, situation going on there um but i'm not mad about it and from a business standpoint i understand it completely i'm sure they have numbers that tell them that people don't fucking complete those campaigns so for me as a business i would say why am i wasting the time just because it uh, people are gonna bitch and be like it hurts your image and this is what we expect from a full game um if i do this and still make sell like you know 80 million units Mm -hmm. Uh mission success I don't give a fuck what you're saying on Twitter. Right? Honestly. So Wasn't Black Ops 3 without a main
1: campaign too? It had a campaign.
0: I oh, did it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. All, all Call of Duties have had a campaign. Well, I just
1: I for some reason thought that up until now this was the second instance of that happening but I'm probably
0: wrong. So. No, no, no. Okay. Um so but I don't mind that as much whatever cuz yeah, you know. Online is the primary thing, anyway. But what I heard was they they trimmed a lot of the fat and excess bullshit from Black Ops Three, like the the wall crawling or wall jumping. Yeah, the Elysium and the, suits and, and shit, jetpack <laughs> Matt Damon bullshit okay. going on. So it's a lot more grounded, but uh, it, it apparently feels way better. And you do this. You apparently have to manage your health in this because you're not just going to have the auto regen like in older Call of Duty, where you just like duck behind cover and do whatever you want. You have have to go after these health items and so you have to kind of manage on the fly. Do I want to take the time to heal so that I am uh, like, you know, less squishy Mm -hmm. or excuse me, burping? Or do I go for the reload and go for like a straight kill like, you know, pray? But it does take longer to actually kill enemies now. It's not just, like, an instant death anymore. Like, you see a health bar above them that you have to get down. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was reminding me of looking at Overwatch, like, health bars floating above characters and whatnot. All right. So I'm interested in the changes. I'm interested in that shit. But that's why I want to play the beta. I'm not, like, super hype right now. Because, like, I was more hype about World War II because I'm like, oh, shit, looks like they're doing something interesting again. This one's like, all right, they went back to the same thing, but maybe it's interesting and i'm just not seeing it at surface level because they're reusing so many familiar callbacks to to the black ops series where it's just like it's hard to tell what's new
1: it all feels very homogenized within itself mm-hmm. and i'm just like i can't tell well one is very distinct for me but two to four i probably can't tell you the difference between any of those to be yeah. honest
0: yeah not really but that that trepidation
1: honestly if it's gonna have nuketown I'll bite. <laughs>
0: it's always going to have nuke.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. It's
0: always going to have nuketown. Um,
1: I haven't picked up a Call of Duty that I've actually played since Modern Warfare 3, I think. God damn. Because I bought Black Ops 1. I bought Modern Warfare 3. I have... You have Infi- I- Infinite Warfare. I have Infinite Warfare with the Modern Warfare
0: uh, Remaster Bundle. Still haven't played it. I... Okay, if you ever... If you ever get a hankering for just like a Call of Duty campaign that you're unfamiliar with, I do recommend Infinite Warfare's campaign because the story surprised me at how well written it was. Sure. Isn't
1: Kit Harrington in it? He is. <laughs> okay. Don't let that distract you. Because he's not great in it. Sure. But he's always my king in the north.
0: <sighs> Anywho, I got some news for you. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about things that have not come out yet <laughs> for a little while here. Okay. But uh, strap in, buddy. We're going to talk about Capcom again. Okay. Yay! Well, Resident Evil 2's upcoming remake is looking good. So good, it has Capcom's investors wondering if more remakes are in the the pipeline. Capcom's answer? During the company's most recent financial report conference, Capcom stated, quote, Regarding remakes and re-releases of titles in our back catalog, we expect to explore these further with a variety of properties as a part of our strategy to utilize our library of IP. It's a long-winded, business-y way of saying, of fucking course. On the subject of Resident Evil 2, Capcom says the game's debut at E3 was hugely praised, and they're trying to, quote, tie this first success to actual sales, end quote, with an expectation that the game will be a million seller. And I don't mean like one million, they just say like in the millions, essentially. Okay. When pressed about development costs, Capcom said they are making the game, quote, with a budget appropriate for a Resident Evil title targeting the global market. Sounds like complete global saturation to me, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Another interesting note for all 12 of us Capcom diehards out there is when an investor asked if Resident Evil 2 and Devil May Cry 5's announcements had any effect on sales of previous titles in each series. Capcom responded, quote, We're beginning to see signs of customers purchasing previous titles in these series, including... DMC, Devil May Cry. That's right, fuckers! DMC <laughs> is the best Devil May Cry ever, bar none. He's been screaming about that for years. You should fucking pick it up. Do it. Everyone should fucking pick it up. If you haven't played, you fucking pick it up right now. Okay, I'm so, downloading it on my phone as we go. So this is this is like an of course thing. Um, Capcom has always been in the business of re-releases. This remake thing mm-hmm. is not not so much. They got a few in their past, including Bionic Commando and the original Resident Evil remake. Yeah. I can't think of much else. Was that though. their
1: first one, the remake
0: of Resident Evil? Uh, back in 2002. Yeah. So okay. oh, somebody did a comparison where it's like the remake of Resident Evil One came out six years after the resident evil one came out mm-hmm. versus resident evil 2's 2 remake 20 years later 20 years <laughs> wow yeah that's a staggering difference <laughs> that's a goddamn gap so okay th- this this is the game i actually wrote down a couple shit shits right here okay. that uh potentially if they wanted to go back into the remake pool makes sense okay all right now the first one dino crisis daniel <laughs> dino crisis i would love it pretty fucking obvious man in fact hey you have this entire dinosaur-esque hunting game mm-hmm. that was a huge seller for it was you. phenomenally successful why not blend in some shooting mechanics in that situation and there you go you got a recipe for a fucking dino crisis game Are they just being tone deaf on purpose or did
1: that studio just completely fall apart?
0: They act like it didn't like (laughs) sell uh, more than a million units, like one and two. Okay. They really act like, like three didn't do well, but three was such a huge departure for that series. It went to space and it had like fucking mutated dinosaurs. It was weird. Okay. Nobody wanted it. And it only released on the original Xbox. Yeah, you kind of put yourself in a corner there. Uh, Capcom was doing, back in that generation, Xbox, GameCube generation, they were making weird business decisions where they were just making shit exclusive Mm -hmm. for no reason. And so Resident Evil 4, while being critically lauded, when it only came out of the GameCube, sold soft. It didn't do that well. In fact, it's still not one of the best-selling Resident Evil titles in their catalog. That's insane to me. Part 5 is. Uh, it's it's Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? But whatever, whatever, whatever. I think
1: it's probably because more people had a PS3. Oh, wait. I don't know if I can make the statement. I don't know the numbers on this. But more people had a PS3 than they had GameCubes. Uh, PS3? Yeah. When Resident Evil 5 came out.
0: i uh, I'm Yeah. So, uh... Well, 360 and ps two.
1: Yeah, so that was kind of cross, whereas when Resident Evil 4 came out on the GameCube, wasn't it just there, or did it come out elsewhere, too?
0: It came out on the PS2, eventually. Did it? Okay. And then the Wii at some point. Okay. And then it wasn't until we got the HD ones. But then you're that... seeing
1: staggered numbers across years, where like Resident Evil 5 yeah. came out the gate on two platforms. It so. did.
0: It did. And then, I think, eventually PC. Yeah. It was the smartest thing it did. All right, all right. So, another. Uh, this is another obvious. Onimusha. We need to go back to Animusha. In fact, we saw two trailers for two different games, and everyone was just like, is this Onimusha? <laughs> right. But it turned out to be Sekiro for, from, from Software, mm-hmm. and then the other one was um, the Ghost of Shishima. Shishimi. Yeah. Uh, Shishimi? Shishimi? Is that it? Ghost of Shishima? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Just verify. Mm-hmm. But Animusha, come on, man. Come the fuck on. Be dope. Revisit it. You made five of them back in the PS2 era. Like, What yeah. happened where it was just like, oh, we're not going like, to pursue this again? We got nothing on 360, dude. 360 or PS3 era. We have nothing now, Capcom. No, c- completely dropped in the last ten years. Another, it's another perfect one. All right, I've got another poll here, though. This is the, now, hear me out on this one. Mega Man Legends. Now, I know it's touchy because if they were to say that, hey, we want to remake Mega Man Legends... People are gonna be like, "Why not just finish Mega Man Legends 3? <laughs> and so that's a tough fucking yeah. situation. But I would love to revisit that world and have a Mega Man game that wasn't a traditional side scroller again. You know, because I really found those games and en- like endearing. Mm-hmm. Although from what I hear, the Legend series didn't sell that well. Okay, which is surprising. I'm not
1: even familiar with how they play.
0: They were um, 3D uh, kind of adventure games. Oh, essentially, okay. where you, you navigate around little towns, very, uh, yeah, I it, it's, it wasn't a side scroller, it wasn't, it was just like an adventure game, it almost. Like much in the vein of like Super Mario 64 or Zelda? Yeah, okay. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And then um, Mega Man 64 was Legends uh, from the PS1, but ported it over. Okay. Oh, nah, yeah. I never picked that one up, so. It's I have them both on the PS3, because they're like, available as classics, yeah. 1 and 2, and they used to be super rare for the longest time. I remember if you could get a hold of, of Mega Man Legends 2, that would be like 100 bucks or something crazy Shit. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, all right, Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. Last time we've done anything with that series was Maximo, which was like kind of loosely related to Ghosts and Goblins.
1: And then putting weird characters like Firebrand and fucking... Marvel vs. Capcom. We get
0: these callbacks, but we're not getting what we want.
1: Honestly, I feel like if they did a remake, like a 2.5 HD remake of uh, Ghouls and Goblins, or Super Ghouls and Goblins... Mm, Much uh, in the vein
0: of Mega Man 11?
1: Yeah, I think that would be very successful, because that gameplay style was really cool. I don't know, it had a charm and a sense of humor to it, and the the arenas and levels were really neat.
0: And with games like Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight kind of like sweeping through right now... It's a perfect time to fucking launch another, like, Ghosts and Goblins and be like, here you go. Like, we, yeah, 2.5D, we didn't have to, like, put that much cost behind mm-hmm. it. Release it for fourteen ninety nine And imagine there it on, go. like, your Switch or something like that. Imagine like, I feel like Switch. that would be perfect.
1: Perf! Um, that's one of those games, too, as a kid that I... Final
0: Fight like that, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. Hmm. Getting those good remakes going. I like it. I got chills. Now, uh, next on the list is Dino Crisis. Again! Again, Dino Crisis. Because that's crisis, how dog. dire
1: this is. This is a crisis that we don't have dinosaurs in video games.
0: There's so much you can do with Dino Crisis. Yeah. Uh, if you just want to rip off the mold with Resident Evil 2 Remake, go ahead. If you want to do something more interesting, go right the fuck yeah. ahead. I really like the idea of like hunting down dinosaurs and having a hub base that you continue to return to and you're stuck on this island. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I go I want it. <laughs> I want it. Uh, and then people are like, oh, are they going to do like a Resident Evil 3 Remake? And I'm just like, man, that's tough because it reads. It wasn't even, like, an actual sequel. They had to use a number on it because they had an obligation with uh, Sony to release another number to release, but Code Veronica is Is the the actual number three, so if they're going to do a remake, if you want to go for, like, more original content, then Code Veronica might be a more worthy contender but it has a weird goofy impenetrable story i was gonna say that one was very divisive oh yeah yeah and the setting wasn't really interesting and it also did not evolve the franchise's plot okay whatsoever it was just kind of like here's this well seemed like a side story i don't know so when it comes to nemesis on the other hand i can see them wanting to do it but i feel like they would have to add a lot of extra content to really pad that experience out to kind of make sure we're not just overlapping with part two, which yeah. is what Nemesis did. Yeah, that's true. And then how about this? Here's this idea. Remake Okami and re-release that forever. <laughs>
1: well they they could just call it Okami forever.
0: <laughs> Cause they're re-releasing Okami okay. forever. But if you remake it we could start the cycle anew, man. We, we just go after every platform again. <laughs> Retroactively put the Okami remake on the Wii and Wii U. They
1: should start doing this thing where fucking where you buy a console, it automatically comes with Okami installed.
0: That's the first one. That's the first one. Fucking. And then uh, the last one I have on this list is Dino Crisis. Okay. Remake Dino Crisis, Daniel. <laughs> um. I,
1: I agree with you three times over, my friend. Uh good one you're missing from that list.
0: Lost Planet. Yeah, you're right. Let's Ooh. remake Lost Planet. I don't all know,
1: three of them. I don't know that I need that in my the life. third one was starring Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs>
0: that's really? A, that's a true fact. Okay, sure. Yeah.
1: I like your sort of esoteric mm. uh, actor facts that you throw at me.
0: I just know Capcom stuff, really. That's yeah, true. You do. You know what's going to happen, though? Like, I, I made the joke on Twitter. They're just going to be like, okay, we uh we remade a classic. Here you go. The one you've been asking for, and it's fucking Dead Rising. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> There's already eight of them, man. They're developing another Dead Rising. Is we it? We don't need that many Dead Risings, Daniel. We don't. Hasn't Frank West had his time in the sun? <sighs> Do something with that fucking... It's never been great, man. I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's kind of kitschy. Yeah. And it's got its own Capcom-iness to it, but games like Dying Light embarrass it. Like, yeah. If I want a zombie experience I'm going to go for Dying Light 2. Never Dead Rising 5. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is.
1: And then there are better games even on top of that like Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. The Resident Evil 2 remake is going to fucking embarrass any of that.
0: The well, Last I, of I Us. Like, that if we want to go for that open world zombie yeah. experience you know even that has competitors in the field that just really don't give me a viable reason to play Dead Rising.
1: I feel like I played Dead Rising 2. Dead Island is better than Dead I, Rising. I was literally just going to that i played dead, dead rising 2 and i was like this is okay and then i played dead island a few months later and i was like this is way better
0: yeah that that's <laughs> immediately what i thought I was yeah. like, this is better i'm not being timed for yeah. everything great I,
1: I also don't think i cared too much for the crafting system and all that that it asked you to do nah i never never um, stuck
0: never stuck with me
1: but i thought the setting was interesting enough um for me don't you want me. my interest capcom you want to remake a game i love oh, that what? speaks to my fucking thumbs what power stone 3 Oh, Come out the shit. gate, fucking combine one and two together, make an ultra collection. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'd be into that. Sidebar into here: that Power Stone
1: Three. Power Stone Three isn't a thing. That would just be what I'd hope this would be called.
0: It would just be called Power Stone Three. Just yeah. call it Power Stone again. <laughs> Power Stone some more.
1: <laughs> Power Stoned. Power Stone, bro. Uh, that was one of my favorite fighting games uh, as a kid on the Dreamcast era. Right, right, right. And right. I could use another treatment of that. There's, I think they uh, it was Smash before Smash is what it is now.
0: They ported them to PSP as well. <laughs> And it's like, that's a disrespect for that series. Yeah. You need to bring it back. You need to bring it the fuck back. So good. Come on, Capcom. We know what's up. But honestly, realistically, it has to be Onimusha or Dino, Dino Crisis. Yeah,
1: those are the two most scream for ones. Really, right though.
0: Way. Really, really, really. All right, the next one on the on this list. Let's move on from Capcom and how they make us feel, which is good and bad. Number two. Red Dead Redemption 2 is just around the corner, and Take-Two's boss sounds more than a little confident that the game will be a hit. GameSpot reported that, during an earnings call, Strauss Zelnick said that he's sure Rockstar's sequel will be, quote, yet another creative milestone. He added that Red Dead 2 will, quote... a masturbatory
1: quote, statement. I gotta just say that. it's it, There's more. Yeah, I know.
0: He added that Red Dead 2 will, quote, redefine our industry, end quote. <laughs> You want to talk about masturbatory statements? <laughs> yeah, okay, that was worse. You're right. Now, it's not exactly clear what the straussness means by this, but GameSpot thinks it has something to do with Rockstar's comments about the game having a new and an innovative multiplayer mode, which, nearly three months out from its October 26th release date, has not been detailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm, fair fact. Here's some more hype from the Zelnick Express, quote, Red Dead Redemption 2 is Rockstar Games' first title developed from the ground up for the current console generation. We could not be more excited about the upcoming launch of Red Dead Redemption 2, which is poised to be another massive entertainment event, end quote. Whew, he had that one prepared. But, (laughs) not too massive, apparently. Red Dead 2 is not projected to surpass Grand Theft Auto V sales, which encompass nearly 100 million units shipped. To help you visualize the difference, imagine Rockstar being able to fly a rocket to the moon versus Rockstar being able to fly a diamond-plated rocket to the moon that, after crash landing, changes the entire composition of the satellite into a diamond also. Oh, (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't remember writing that to be honest with you that was a walk (laughs) it was a walk um (laughs) so alright first of all redefine the fucking industry what you gonna do like what is this game gonna do for me is it gonna fucking like (laughs) like I'm gonna be out of debt the moment that I join up in a posse like what's gonna is this gonna be the first game where my earnings in game equate to real life money what are you gonna do to redefine the fucking industry Strauss (laughs) If it's an open world horse game, then I'm gonna say it didn't redefine the industry.
1: <laughs> You're pretty much on borrowed mechanics and borrowed ideas at this point.
0: Like, let's be fucking real, dude. So I could, be, I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. Their, their multiplayer could be this fucking minesweeper, okay? Of like, I've never seen this before, and it's the most engaging thing I've done. It fucking makes Fortnite look like child's play, or. It's an open world horse game.
1: I think that's exactly what it's going to fucking be, (laughs) to be honest. And um, you can look at their model for, um, what is it, GTA After Hours, like the big online thing that they have. It's doing well for itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There's a reason why, when did it come out? 2013? Yeah, sure as fuck did. Five years later, that game is still topping the top 10 sales charts every fucking month. It makes no sense, but people are playing it. It makes no sense to me, Kevin.
0: There are other games out there. There's one time where GTA 5 wasn't in the top 10 within the last five years, yeah. and it turns out because the distribution center was on fire. <laughs> Thanks, Grapevine <laughs> Texas. Uh, but so for
1: me, Rockstar has this sort of advantage where they've been sitting on Red Dead 2 for X amount of years, however long right. it's been in development, and they've had sort of the advantage of looking at most recent open world games and they can make this a culmination of every open world game that's ever existed up to this point and it'll probably be amazing but i don't think it's going to be any more groundbreaking than the first red dead was or anything that gta 5 does
0: i just i want him just to slow that roll a little bit because hype has gotten people in the well, trouble before now here's the thing oh, well, yeah fucking randy pitchford we see you <laughs> we see what you do buddy <laughs> battle born new baby shoes never worn <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. I I do think Red Dead Two is going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I'm going to want to fucking plunge into that world, get lost in it, and if there is any kind of components or something that's going to keep me there, fantastic. It's mm-hmm. where I want to be. I, I'm seriously, anxiously awaiting this. I this is going to be a day one buy for me, no doubt. Cool. But you know, dial it the fuck down, dude. <laughs> My
1: thing is to it's supposed to come out in October. They missed a good opportunity to do anything with Microsoft in this game at E3. We haven't seen any game, or, or of even it. Sony, yeah. We haven't seen anything of this game. So either they're keeping yeah. it really tight-lipped on purpose to really fucking knock our dicks off mm-hmm. and clits whatever body parts you have, knock them everywhere. Okay. Uh or
0: it's not quite ready. But I I don't think they're going to miss the release date. That was what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I was like, well, we're three months out, and we, I, I don't know that much about the game, actually.
1: I don't know anything about it. I know We know it's a prequel set in that uh, Red Dead 2, or Red Dead uh, Redemption universe, mm-hmm. and it's got the same main character, right? No. no uh, John
0: Marston does show up in it, but it, okay. there's a, you play as a different uh, character. I okay. didn't care to learn their name, but I'm <laughs> sure they'll be great. Uh, Rockstar does a gr- fucking amazing narrative experiences. They really do. I say James Marsden, isn't it? From Westworld? John Marston. Oh, John Marston. Okay, I got really excited for a John-
1: second. I was like, he's great.
0: James Marston from the <laughs> upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie?
1: <laughs> well, he plays a deputy in that movie, so it would be fitting for him to play like a fucking sheriff.
0: I'm hoping it's a Jekyll and Hyde kind of story where he becomes Sonic at night. (laughs) Like Sonic Unleashed. Like Like he's he's a traffic cop, like typically. And he's stopping speedsters and then one day it's like, he's just too slow. He's too slow.
1: He's like, I gotta get fast. And he starts fucking injecting uppers and becomes blue. (laughs)
0: Like he doesn't even look like the hedgehog (laughs) from the games. He just looks like this blue freak. (laughs) How'd we get here? Anyway. Joking. I, I want to buy I wanna buy red. T- <laughs> oh my I'll, god. I'll, I'll buy it, Strauss. You got me.
1: Do <laughs> you got All a right. number three for me? Yeah,
0: number three. Okay. I got some Spider-Man Whoa. shit for you, bro. Uh, we don't talk about Spider-Man enough, and it's right around the corner for us. So even closer around the corner is Insomniac's PlayStation 4 exclusive Spider-Man. Turns out though. It was an Xbox exclusive that informed the team's work on the wall crawler Sony outing. Speaking of the game's radar, Insomniac's creative director, Brian Intihar, said, quote, Previous to Spider-Man, we made a game called Sunset Overdrive. It was an open-world game, and I think that gave us a leg up in terms of getting things started on Spider-Man. We thought, okay, we know how to build an open world. We knew how to build New York, we knew how to make a game based on traversal, and we wanted Spider-Man to have uh, kind of the same sense of flow and overall style that we had in Sunset. But now we had to inject the Spider-Man-ness into it. Or oh, the Straussness. The Straussness. I'm about the Straussness. Now we knew Spider-Man was going to move a lot faster, and we knew that we wanted our New York to be bigger. Another thing is that Sunset didn't have vehicles, didn't really have a lot of NPC or pedestrians walking the street, so we had to take all that stuff into account. But if I think it was, uh, but I think if it wasn't just for getting our feet wet with Sunset as an open world, we would have had a harder time doing it. But our very talented team was able to run with it. That's awesome. I just want to give you a fun quote about that.
1: From what I've been hearing about it so far, um, <laughs> primarily from Andy Cortez of Kind of Funny, he did a games cast where he, he played it for four hours mm. and he got to talk about it at length. And it sounds really cool. The open world sounds really involved. Uh, like Insomniac really has learned from their previous experience with Overdrive. Um, you ever played that one? No, it was a uh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah, I played it.
0: It was, it was fun as fuck. Yeah. It was like. Uh, it looked
1: very stylistic and cool.
0: It was the modern day Tony Hawk's underground I always wanted, except it was about fighting sludge filled zombie monsters oh okay and perpetually grinding on power lines Mm-mm. and never stopping like that's how you would like amplify your multiplayer and up that's really cool so
1: should. just super kinetic and frenetic gameplay yeah. so awesome. it,
0: was, it was like tony hawk underground slash jet set radio slash open world fucking crackdown-esque sort of game i
1: always got jet set radio vibes from it to be honest yeah
0: that's fair <laughs> so if they can kind of keep that kinetic energy for yeah. spider-man because like you know I've seen the the motion in the game like him like swing through the city and yeah, shit which it, it just great. seems so there's a lot of kinetic force in this game there's yeah a lot of moving and like they really have like with the traversal at least they've made uh ways where it doesn't feel like you're ever stopping mm-hmm. you know where uh even when you get near a building like remember in the older spider-man games it's like you would slam against yeah. the like, like <laughs> building and be like i'm stuck to it or it's yeah. like oh i'm wall crawling suddenly and it felt very separate as to what you're yeah. doing where it's like it all mm-hmm. feels fluid as hell yeah here. this one's very fluid where you get to actually just kind of leap over a building or web like you know quick we, web out. we
1: were watching some gameplay demo of it I forget who did it uh mm. i know it was game informer actually yeah, yeah, yeah. doing on their game informer show um you can do like fucking aerial tricks and shit like yeah like tony hawk style. you like, get can, points yeah you experience get experience. so points. you do like a trick spin or whatever or a flip while you're careening from building the building and yeah you have four points experience it's here and there like that's <laughs> so
0: cool i know and the other thing that you tell me is really cool is that uh, they're they're pushing for alternate costumes yes. in the game, and I knew the costumes already give you different perks, but I didn't know that you actually had to find different components in order to yep. essentially craft them together. That's right. really cool. Yeah, so
1: it's not like you go out and buy them, or there's a possibility that you get them and you can buy them at some point, but for the most part, you were supposed to craft all the costumes you get. That's real Yeah, that's, re- that's a awesome. very cool new little detail.
0: So excited for this fucking... And everyone that's played this game has just been like floored by it. They're yeah. like, this is a good fucking time. There's, there's no two ways about it. This is a good time.
1: Yeah, uh, apparently the opening fight with Kingpin is supposed to be really dope. It feels, like, really larger than life. Mm. They were comparing it to, like, uh, the earlier God of War fights, where it feels like a really, like, epic superhero knock-around fight. Uh, and that's cool. So, I'm stoked for that. I mean, if the boss fights are good, on top of the traversal, and uh, if the stealth stuff plays out
0: nicely, I'm sold. I already announced, though, like, I'm going to stream this game, like, a bunch. Mm-hmm. Probably all throughout September, by the way, that's twitch.tv slash the redder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt dirty doing that. Now, I, I told myself I'm only going to use the spider punk costume while I'm on stream and I'm, I'm going to keep that promise. I okay. Am. That's going to happen on my off hours. I was going to say when
1: you're not streaming. Yeah. When you're I'm Peter Parker again.
0: But that's like one of my favorite costumes.
1: Yeah, before. it looks really neat. Yeah. Uh, the Scarlet Spider one looks cool too. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, what is his name? Ben Riley. Ben that's Riley. who that belonged to.
1: So, that's cool. This is right around the corner. It's the next huge game other than Overcooked 2 that we're stoked for. Um, they actually announced <laughs> Overcooked
0: 2 is going to be bigger. Obviously. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bigger kitchens. Bigger ingredients, we'll obviously. Um, yeah. It only took them two games to get that recipe, right? I know. Uh, looking at you, fucking Neversoft. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but it just went gold, which is really cool. Huh? So that means it's ready to ship and all that. Overcooked 2? No, no. Uh, Spider-Man.
0: Okay. Yeah. This yeah. one went gold and so did Shadow of the Two At the same time. Yeah, I do want to give a quick shout-out to, apparently, the difficulty titles in this game. Yeah, I told you about this. So, (laughs) uh, the easy mode is called Friendly, as in your friendly neighborhood Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. The normal mode is Amazing, as in your amazing Spider-Man. And then the hard mode is Spectacular, as in your spectacular Spider-Man. That's great. That's such a nice little (laughs) charming touch. A nice little nut. I wonder, however, if you have to beat the game in hard for that platy... Because remember, Horizon didn't make you play on the higher difficulty. No, neither did God of War. Full Trophy. Yeah, that's so. true. Ha, ha. That's interesting. I wonder if that's going to be a Sony thing going forward. Like, nah, you ain't got to do that. Huh.
1: Yeah, all the other ones that I could think that I've platinumed on the PlayStation are cross-platform. They're not exclusives.
0: So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: But you think you're going to go for that
0: platinum? For Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at him. He's excited. What? What? He- I'm sorry. Do hunters hunt? They hunt, and I'm hunting that trophy.
1: Hell yeah, dude! I'm excited for Fuck you. Fuck yeah! So this week, Kevin, I unfortunately didn't write any news. I let you down. Okay. Because I was I was hard at work at other things, <laughs> you know, playing video games, living my life.
0: I feel let down? Yeah. Do you? Nope. How do I make up? Nope. No okay. Nope. Okay. Don't feel okay. it on
1: them. Um, so I didn't read anything, but I, I kind of kept my ears open and eyes open for cool things that were happening within some of our favorite communities all that. Um, so Oh, you,
0: like the apartment complex across the way? Yeah. What do they got going on over there? A lot of weird shit. I see a jacuzzi. Yeah. Hmm. You want to sneak into their jacuzzi tonight? Wait, did you mean something else by communities? Yes. Oh, <laughs> excuse something me. Gotcha, way gotcha,
1: gotcha. totally different. So we're going to bring back what we uh, did a few episodes ago. Hmm. Uh, we It's kind of like a staple here at the save room. Save Room Industries. Is uh, it? Shout I don't out, have a whiteboard. Shout out Article of the Week. <gasps> yeah?
0: Article of the Week is back! Yes.
1: <laughs> so stoked. Um, came across this one uh, a la Obelisk Games on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of found it out of nowhere. It happened to be on a day that I was streaming. Um, compliments of Michaela of Red Mod. Um, she wrote this article about... Um, of Red Mod? Yeah, that's her...
0: They are Red Mod. They are. It's Red X Mod.
1: Red X Mod. That's her handle on Twitter and Twitch. on PlayStation and Twitch and everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but she basically wrote up this really cool uh, startup how-to uh, stream guide for uh, PS4 streamers. It's really neat, really handy. You should go check it out over at uh, obelisk.com. Um, really comprehensive. It's divided into two parts. Um, really kind of quick tips that you can be offered in. Uh, kind of make your stream setup a little better and then other stuff for your UI. So, um, cool stuff that I kind of took away from it. Um, I kind of want to start using bot setups a little more because mm. you can use bots to like mod and like do follows and, um, go ahead and, uh, host other streams. And I think or that's a cool component. You can
0: use web labs apparently to yeah. have your own custom music and such like that's pretty cool.
1: It is. I, I didn't think that you could go so far to customize the UI and the setup with the, the native streaming on the PS4, but yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of potential.
0: There is a uh, I remember reading it through and thinking, like, because me and Danny, we're both uh, native PlayStation streamers. We, we know it's not ideal, it's but despicable. I love that this article, like, the way that she posed it was just like, don't feel embarrassed. It's just about doing it. Yeah. Like, don't worry. Like, never stop yourself by saying that I need to get better equipment or people are not going to watch me because of the so and so and so. People actually, at the end of the day, do not care, but she was also saying there. that doesn't mean you can't make it look as good as possible, you know, there's just a few techniques that you can use here and there. And I remember reading it through and thinking, like, there were several things in there that we had to learn ourselves, especially when it came to, like, setting a schedule and being consistent and streaming for at least two hours to let people kind of like walk come in. in and come out. Yeah. Cause you can't expect to do like an hour and a half stream and have like a big old, like everyone start, uh, yeah. Toss it into your, long chat.
1: plays are kind of the thing on Twitch. People like being between. able to come in and know that for the span of two to four hours, you'll be there. Um, To interact with and as they're going about their day. So, I don't know. It was a really, really rad article. Especially for people like us who are still kind of getting our bearings about us. Mm -hmm. Um, Things she highlights, uh, watch other streamers first. So, like, I don't know. Stranger in a strange land. Watch how the natives are. Watch what they do. And I think, like, some of my first streams I watched last summer, I learned quite a bit from. Even though it was PC stuff, I couldn't quite, like, you know... Uh, riff off of what they were doing, but I was like, okay, I just saw how people were interacting with communities and the sort of stuff they were saying. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. cool. I don't have much yet to offer, but I can at least take from that. So that was one of the highlights. Uh, networking, super important, uh, not necessarily in terms of like you know handing out your business card, but like getting into communities of games you like, uh, whether mm-hmm. on Twitter or elsewhere, and getting to know those know those people and supporting those sort of people when they're streaming too. Mm-hmm. So. Really, really helpful there. Um, what's another one? She said, uh, "When it comes to games, play what you want, but also play smart. So I uh, don't play stuff you're uncomfortable with unless you really want to. Um, mm-hmm. I think your best case, like for us, we're in a weird niche where we we're variety streamers. Not everybody likes that. No, but for us, we're comfortable playing." All sorts of games. So that's what we like to do. Right. Um, and she kind of highlights that, yeah, you're going to have more success playing things that you like because you're going to enjoy it more and people are going to feed off that and recognize it.
0: True, true, true. That's but, so cool. But also don't, like, try to go after, like, the number one game on Twitch, you know, because everyone wants to, like, stream Fortnite. Yeah. And it's so busy. That it's just, like, you're not going to get any kind of traction, especially since, like, you know, maybe people are looking for a different uh, streamer to, or I mean to say, like, maybe they're looking for, like, you know, somebody that's constantly getting those chicken dinners or whatnot. Yeah. to so yeah. use PUBG terminology. <laughs> whoever's constantly, like, winning rather than, like, oh, somebody who's just, like, kind of dicking around, you know? It's like, no, go after interesting games. Like, go after stuff that maybe people aren't looking at. Like, um, you know, I, I played that game Next Mahina. Okay. Uh, That uh Mark did, and they kind of fell by the wayside for some reason. I think a lot more people were waiting for Matterfall, and it turned out Next Mahina was, like, much more in tune to that company's aesthetic and values and gameplay uh, uh, kind of milestones. So, that was a really fun game. People were jumping in like, what the fuck is this? Hmm. And I was like, oh, it's Next Mahina. You never yeah. heard of it? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, PlayStation curation has failed us all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Shout out to Red X Mod. Very cool person. Super
1: cool. I actually jumped in uh, to her Twitch stream today. She was streaming uh, Monster Hunter World with some friends. She has a very impressive PS4 setup, I got to say. She's got the camera Mm. going. She has overlay. Um, She had a bot. Like, I kind of jumped into the stream. And I think it was a bot. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. But it auto-promoted my Twitch. Where out of nowhere, there was, like, a hyperlink for, like, Dungeons & Daniels. And the most recent stream I had done, I was like that's mine i didn't do that yeah it was like shadow of the colossus daniel dungeons of daniels i was like holy shit and then they started talking about i was like that's really neat yeah we got to big up ourselves man you want to know how long she's been doing it for though how long three months
0: no shit
1: yeah this chick she started streaming going off the
0: deep end in may and
1: she's killing it awesome so shout out to you michaela you're awesome thank you for uh jumping on and you know being part of our community you're really cool um she said that us reposting that and talking about it was probably the highlight of her day no problem i'm glad people read it and were engaged with it and really took something from that that's all i wanted and that's awesome that's what save room boy's about we spread
0: positivity and we fucking dish on quantic dream games (laughs) too much you david cage so that's our (laughs) shout out. Wow. (laughs) That should be our header. Spreading positivity and hate for David Cage. (laughs) Don't be confused. The positivity is a separate thing from the David Cage hate.
1: (laughs) Ooh. They're going through some rough times with their lawsuits these days.
0: Yeah. Good for them.
1: Um, also, though it is a new month, so we got some free games coming to us oh, on uh, PlayStation shit in Plus. My mouth. Ring the bell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting real boisterous. <laughs> yeah, shit in the mouth.
1: Pumpkin beer number two. Is, Ooh, uh, are you wait. gonna have those pumpkin toots again, bro? Oh, <laughs> those pumpkin toots are vicious. So coming to PlayStation for August, uh, we have Mafia Three for the PS4.
0: Okay, 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 okay.
1: Tell me about your time with Mister Lincoln.
0: I don't. I don't want to get like super granular there, but I do want to say I have much respect for Hanger uh 13 that made the game yep and i i also want to say this game has an amazing narrative it has repetitive gameplay and the open world is not super dynamic but i do have to just tell you it's free mm-hmm. fucking get this game i'm gonna revisit this game i'm probably gonna try to cap off the story because i put a lot of hours into that game but i just got bored did with you the trade it in gameplay yeah I sure did and
1: i think you were having trouble with some of like the um uh... The quality of life stuff and how janky it was at times, like you—it was super it was, glitchy. It right? got
0: jank, janky. It was pretty um, glitchy, and also you can't fast travel in the game. What the fuck kind of shit? Oh is that, shit! Man? Can't fast travel in the bayou? Save me some time. I get it. Oh yeah, they didn't have fast travel in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Shut, shut up, man. <laughs> they didn't have HUD. <laughs> but anyway, please play it because it didn't do great. But there's something—it's oh, there's a gem underneath there. It's just. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's got some shit on it sidebar about this though mark
1: norris he was a game designer on that he had nothing to do with mafia 3 what
0: yep he had nothing to do what do you mean he actually joined hangar 13 after Mafia. did he really yeah okay well there goes that (laughs) Uh, there goes that (laughs) there goes that (laughs) fuck him You're just as bad as David King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but um, Mark Norris, uh, I have no interest in the Mafia series until I heard him talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit at length. Uh, I think it was episode 180 of the kind of funny uh, Gamescast. It was Gamescast, yeah. Yeah, he was on there. Honestly, probably one of the most engaging and insightful discussions I've ever mm-hmm. heard those guys have together. Very true. It, it was Jared Petty. Uh, he actually wor- worked Tim on Horizon. Greg, yeah, he worked on Horizon. Mm-hmm. He actually worked on League back in the day before MOBA was a term. They actually coined it. Together. yeah he was in the
0: meeting where like, like moba got dropped because they were just like we can't call this a dota game because mm-hmm. like valve owns dota kinda yeah. sorta although blizzard was in a dispute with them about that shit yeah but, but still like just just to hear that because like i remember jared Pet- petty was on that and by the way i love you jared petty uh he was just like wait a second can we have like a separate one hour conversation about <laughs> that meeting <laughs> fucking love that shit it
1: was fascinating like We are hobby gamers, for sure. And we do this for fun and out of love and out of passion. But I love hearing We don't make no money. We don't make any money. Whatever. We don't make any money. But I love hearing the intricacies that go into game design or the thought processes. Like, hearing him talk about some of the design choices that went across the... The Mafia games and then across like some of the
0: Yakuza games, I was like, Holy shit, like I wouldn't even think about that. Right. He really made me want to dive back into the Yakuza games mm-hmm. again because just the way he describes it, the way that like but it's the only series where like between like one, two, three, four, and five, you'll have the same locations, but it just kind of shows like there'll be some buildings that you can enter some buildings that you can't and he says like the more things change the more things stay the same in that game which is amazing to see because it it's the only series that like goes through a character's growth in years and age yeah across entries
1: well what yakuza zero starts in what the 80s Yes, correct. And then I imagine in the most recent game, it's current day, right? Yeah. So to imagine a character progressing over the span of thirty years mm-hmm. and those sort of in-game details that they paid care to and it's insane, and thought, yeah, it's awesome. He was saying that like initially, like I think in Yakuza Zero, you save in like phone boosts or stuff like that, and then as you know goes along, obviously you get items, you get items, technology upgrades, you save on your cell phone. I'm like, little design choices mm-hmm. that just I, it feels like there's such a payoff for them to have built that sort of lore and uh design what
0: was his name world. again mark norris mark norris cool guy he's shout out to cool him guy.
1: he's really really cool i could listen to him talk for hours really uh but i sidebarred really hard on there yeah yeah, yeah. What's uh, next? Game? another free, free playstation game for august uh dead by
0: daylight It pisses me off because i bought that game you did yeah and i didn't like it that much and i wish i got it for free though now that i don't like it that much i'm sure it's hell gonna get it for free <sighs> <laughs> oh wait if you get it for free
1: we can play it we together can. We could finally play that sort of style game together because we never got into Friday the 13th. Yeah, I
0: couldn't. I couldn't wholeheartedly recommend that you would buy a copy of that game. Yeah, I already
1: bought the one copy for you. For Christmas. Yeah. Thanks, dude. That's okay, man. I gotta help a brother out. You wanted it. Um, so those are the two big ones. And then Bound by Flame is coming out for PS3. Familiar, but I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, same. Serious Sam 3 BFE. Oh, those have been around forever. The yeah.
0: Serious Sam series. That's pretty cool. Uh,
1: and then to the Vita, we have Draw Slasher and uh, Space Hulk.
0: Get your Vita games while you can, because we're about to tombstone that motherfucker in March damn mm-hmm. end of an era end of an era i don't know i'm sure they'll manage to keep going still xbox games with gold
1: yeah <laughs> X- xbox thunder away. xbox games with gold we got forza horizon 2 aren't for they on you- like four i think so which one are they on i don't know stop releasing them <laughs> there's a market for racing games we are not that market
0: okay cool
1: uh and for honor that's
0: Mm, yeah, that that's a good free one. Yeah, That's a real good free one, for sure.
1: Because if you weren't sure if you wanted to jump into that sort mm-hmm. of long-term uh, online game, uh, now is the time to do it with For Honor. Because I hear it's the, the most definitive version is here. They've done so much to keep that game going and so much support.
0: I, I, I feel like people don't give Ubisoft enough credit for how much they do fucking invest into the games that they put out there in the yeah. wild. You they know, Remember they did such a big turnaround. With, I, mean, I think The Division was great to start with, but apparently they made it even better with all the extra That's content awesome. with it. They did the same with Rainbow Six Siege. They continue to support that fucking game. So yeah. you know what? I fucking salute you, Ubisoft. I know people want to dish on your asses and make fun of you because you embarrass yourselves on E3 every year, but <laughs> you do good work. You do? I'm going to say that. You do good work. That's it. Okay, cool. Uh
1: we also have coming to Xbox three sixty via backwards compatibility, we have Dead Space Three. Oh, the best one. Uh it's an arguably great game. Not the best one though. <laughs> and Disney Epic Mickey Two, the power of two. I didn't realize that was actually coming out or was ever on the Xbox, but okay.
0: God, what happened whatever happened to, wasn't that a big flop, Epic Mickey two?
1: I think so. I don't even know how powerful. I remember one seeing it. that on the Wii and like being really interested in it Me and then too. never getting it.
0: Cause who is it? Like a uh, Warren Spector worked on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, what is he doing? And I remember the Game Informer article, or it was like a front front cover that they did for it. I had it
1: for the longest time.
0: And then I never played the game. Yeah. Ever.
1: I thought I was going to because I used to be really big on the uh, Castle of Illusion games and like the Sega era.
0: Right. They're
1: such a good old school platforming <laughs> yeah, Mickey game. Sure. I know that's such a ridiculous statement, but that game was no, great.
0: it is though. Yeah. Remember when they re-released it for, for PS3? the PS3? Fucking played Fuck, that dude. shit. The, the remake. I was like, why is this shit like tight?
1: The remake of that game is phenomenal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, can't, I can't say no to that. But uh, whatever about Epic Mickey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so those are the games coming to you for free uh, across both consoles. And uh, yeah, that's it for soft news here.
0: Cool. You want to dive into the topic? Yeah, so for the
1: topic here, we weren't really sure how we wanted to come about this. Uh, We haven't done a heavy topic episode in probably three weeks. Our last (laughs) one was the ArenaNet one. That was really sort of political and there was a lot to say there and we you, you know we had a and it, lot and it
0: felt like somebody was gonna dox us by the end of like yeah, listening to it i
1: feel like we've already been doxed because of it Probably. but like that's my gamestop account oh do you think that's why that's it, it To the fucking episode it had nothing to do with the the ps4 pro nope um but i was like okay what if we did a light topic for this one and i like the way certain podcasts like um Uh, some of the kind of funny casts or even the way uh, Colin Moriarty does it on sacred symbols where like they'll take one reader question or just topic and they'll turn it into like a 10 minute discussion point. And I thought we could do something like that for this.
0: Well, we won't. Okay. Good night. (laughs) So here's an interesting, okay. As of late, I've gotten back into a little known ditty called.
1: Overwatch.
0: Correct. So, Mm. it's been a while since I've done the Overwatch game and there's been some major changes like uh, a lot. for instance there's a gerbil that's in a mech or something wrecking ball yes correct. and um, a lot of balancing things apparently Symmetra does some wackadoo shit these days it's really peculiar But the whole meta's fucked up it's all up in the air but it's still fun. Yeah. It's still fun, but it led to a lot of questions and I started really thinking about this game and I'm thinking like where do you go next with this especially in not to say that they need to do something exactly like what Epic Games is doing, but how does a game like Overwatch, which is arguably the Fortnite of 2016,
1: mm-hmm.
0: expand itself in a, in this free-to-play kind of, you know, a massive event game world that's yes. dominated by Fortnite?
1: So our thought was, how does it continue on in that sort of atmosphere, but where does it go from here? We, we we were thinking, like, what would we want out of an Overwatch 2, or what could they do with it that works? And that's kind of what we want this topic to be about here.
0: So, the So my stance is that they don't do an Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, hear me out on this. Okay. I think if you want to keep your player base and if you want to support what Overwatch has become, because people are so invested with these characters sure. and so into it, I don't think you can just kind of wipe that slate away and say, hey, we're going to do a part two and you know, one's there, I guess, if you still want it. I don't think you do that.
1: I want to say currently, as it stands, mm-hmm. 35 million players are engaged in this game. Right. That, and that's trounced by Fortnite's numbers. I think their current player base is 125 million. It's mm-hmm. astoundingly high, but there's also way more avenues for people to play that game.
0: But at the same time, I don't think you just <clears throat> and it's do. Free. I I don't think you just do like oh here's some more DLC for this game. Nor do I think like oh we we're just going to support part one forever and you know see how that works. I
1: think if they keep doing that, we're going to experience a lot of weird fatigue and sort of experimentation weirdness that's currently happening. Mm-hmm. We're like the meta feels weird, the UI feels. Overdone, like it just feels kind of bloated in a sense.
0: So here, here's my pitch on that uh, effect: an expansion versus a sequel, essentially. But and I don't mean just like oh, here's a you know a DLC pack with like two maps or something. No, I mean that's kind of significant. So here, here I actually collected my thoughts. Sure. So what you do is you integrate ten to twelve new maps, okay, and a dozen new characters. Say you price it at about forty bucks, okay? Okay. And you allow for expansion-only playlists, you know, for the new content to kind of, like, support this vision for this other, newer chapter of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And you also do playlists for people that still want to play Overwatch 1, okay. essentially, you know, or or what, you know, whatever is entailed with the content to that stopgate point of, I sorry, I hit your PS4, of, of the <laughs> next, <laughs> of the next, like, you know, era of Overwatch. Now, you have a big melting pot of both as well, you know, where it's like, Everyone, you know, where we can have some crazy compositions going on there. Cause I know that's going to be very difficult to manage at a certain point where mm-hmm. it's like, we have, how many characters are they up to? 20, 27, 27. And it's like, Oh, we introduced 10 more. Let's see how that fucking works. You're gonna have balancing issues mm-hmm. for sure. So maybe, I don't know now. I think it might be in an uncommon approach, but, but Blizzard has the smarts and resources to pretty much innovate how you evolve a service game. You know, I know it's a paid for game, but I still view it as a service game because it's something they constantly support and change. You know, versus God of War, which is they may support it with a few drops and few patches, but that game is essentially what it is right out of the gate. Yeah. Overwatch is not what it is in 2018 as it was in 2016.
1: No, it's so, vastly different.
0: So for me, that's a service game. Okay. You know? Now that What do you you think of that notion? Rather than just going, like, Overwatch 2 time, it's like, no, we're going to do this kind of Overwatch platform that grows outward. Like, space expanding.
1: I think it was an interesting pitch when you brought it up to me. I was Mm -hmm. like... Because I I have my own idea for what a second iteration (laughs) of Overwatch could look like. Mm -hmm. Um, You're like, okay, an expansion. uh, Playlist where you can play as old characters, old maps. And then even, like, that's old sort of, like... You mentioned... um, Play as these characters were in their original forms. Oh, okay. So before they were patched and had their reworks.
0: Like that's just like one of those in general hang on, there's a plane that's going by. It might be trying to crash into us. Is that you, Nathan Drake? That's good. Okay, it's gone uh yeah that was like one of the other ideas like a d patch uh playlist and i even collected those thoughts too yeah and that was so these
1: are all really cool ideas that like i feel like they could be feasible it feels like something that could happen especially if they wanted to keep the game alive and serviceable as you previously said but i just feel like they're going to go a different way with it if they ever do do something separate Mm -hmm.
0: so well on the d patch deep hatch playlist Mm. idea because i was just playing it over and over and just thinking like man the more war changes (laughs) the more (laughs) like like i i just remember thinking like man i had this unconscious moment it's playing as mercy where i was just like okay i'm gonna do a big res and i was like oh wait she doesn't do that anymore and i just got sad for a second i was like oh that's not that good and then i thought to myself fuck dude that game is gone 2016 Overwatch, launch Overwatch, is gone. How do you preserve that for people? How do you say, like, oh, this is what that experience was like? No, 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 they patched over it, they reconfigured yeah. it, and it's gone now.
1: Like, those people who've jumped in in 2018 don't know what that is like, other than through videos, or but, maybe if they played it otherwise. But,
0: but could you could you imagine where it's like, if I told you that, like, hey, man, you're going to pick up a copy of Super Mario 64, Sure. but um, if you bought one that came out in 2000 versus 1999, <laughs> uh, it's not going to have, like the third of like the last third of the game is completely different and also oh there's no metal mario because it was too over over it's too op yeah you'd be like what the fuck <laughs> it's such a weird thing like i never i didn't really think about it until i was playing overwatch where it was like you have effectively erased what this game was at a certain point
1: well because the overwatch is unlike any long-term multiplayer game that we've ever played we have our History in the Call of Duty games and Battlefront more recently and Battlefield and, you know, sort of those epic online shooter type games. But this is different because we didn't grow up playing games like um, Mm Counter-Strike or Team Fortress or anything like that. So we're not used to playing these sort of long-term multiplayer experiences. So with those games, yeah, you patch them out and maybe like, you know, little nuances to gameplay will happen. But with Overwatch, it's like there are different character reworks and rebuilds and this and that and it's just like i remember when they first started doing their their first set of them when they kind of reworked diva and they reworked symmetra for the first time i was like i'm not really feeling this and it doesn't matter anymore because that's gone. Like, so
0: what I want, yeah. is an independent arcade mode, okay, that features the original set of characters in their launch states, all okay. right, before balancing, nerfing, or reconfigurations, all right. They could even play like a little video of Jeff Kaplan warning players to enter at their own risk <laughs> since it's essentially broken, okay. Yeah, and I got that idea because uh, apparently Destiny Two uh, released like a new patch for their six v six quick play mode, okay, and there is a matchmaking bug that is allowing it it's like essentially it's allowing all level types into matches at once so the um positive effect is that quick play is really quick to match make but you'll have new new players fighting against op veterans that are fucking wrecking them and people are like please don't change this actually mm-hmm. this is really interesting so people to like enjoy this kind of bugged out broken version of the game but it's just like can you preserve this even bungie was like we're not going to change it. We're going to preserve this. And it seems like they want to figure out why it works for yeah. people. And maybe they can make that something. I feel like overwatch can do the same thing where it's like, well, wait a second. We just warn people like r- up front that this is going to be kind of fucked yeah. and not balanced, but have fun. Who, wh- why is that bad? You know, just give us a look into, uh, uh, overwatch past, you know,
1: it could be fun. Cause they've done arcade playlists like that in the past where, um, they completely took out hero stacking, uh, Summer one Overwatch twenty sixteen right after the game came out, hero mm-hmm. sacking was a thing where you could all, like your whole team if you wanted to call be divas, yeah. you could all be Lucios or whatever, whatever. And it was for that in quick play, and it also went over to comp, and then over time they took it away. From both modes, where hero stacking is not a thing, it takes away from the argument that the game should be team based, that there should be composition, that it should be thoughtful. Um, but it has re returned since in arcade modes and like playlist sort of deals, and I think that's cool that they dip back into that because like every once in a while I get that itch for just something ridiculous, mm-hmm. like a team of six Lucios. It's like this is
0: dumb, but it's fun, right? Um, so no, I could I could see them doing a playlist for that. Right. That would I, work. And so on the other point, I really would not envy being. The development team that has to say when they like let's say they went the route of overwatch 2 i would hate to be the team to say there are characters that won't return
1: yeah. i don't
0: want to be them and that on that day that you tell somebody that oh yeah we're not doing junk rat in part two <sighs> i would fucking quit yeah i would fucking quit because there is such a fervor for this fans have built these these fucking they've done fan art they've created cosplays. stories cosplays all this shit <sighs> I don't want to be that company to say that we're not going to bring back every character for part two. So it's like, almost yeah, look like at they... how
1: people reacted to smash brothers games, like over right. time. <laughs> it's
0: almost like they have
1: to, you know, but it's like, Ooh, that's rough. So here's my pitch for it. How
0: do you do that?
1: Well, I mean, you're always going to be living in overwatch one's shadow and people's expectations right. and wants, especially because the overwatch community is one of the loudest communities. And when they want something, they get it more or less. Um, so my, my idea here, Overwatch 1, it's called Origins Editions. Okay. Um, it feels like the OG heroes, OG, you know, Blackwatch, Overwatch team that was initially established. I like the idea of like an Overwatch 2 set maybe years in the future. If you're mm. going to have these older, like original characters, maybe age them a bit. Have them look a little more grizzled. Maybe- so soldier's dead. <laughs> maybe- maybe <laughs> Heart another, attack. Another fucking robotic arm or something. I don't know. he's got a few kids he's got lines in his face because of it
0: you've just killed reinhardt and and soldier 76 and who else is kind of old they're dead yeah but it would
1: it would be cool to have these more grizzled types like imagine like diva a few years down the line or like Mm. may like maybe like her science goes in a different direction because of like an escalated omnic crisis or something um because yeah like it's advertised originally this game came out origins edition okay it's the only edition it's it's the only version of overwatch why even say that if i feel like maybe down the line they're gonna play into that a little bit like overwatch apocalypse edition or something like that i don't know
0: at the same time it's really easy to be like what are they gonna do with an overwatch 2 and it's like oh wait i forgot that blizzard takes fucking eight years between sequels
1: that's true and my thing is if they're gonna do a sequel that's a lot of time to put into a sequel because as it stands there are 27 characters i don't want to know how long it took them to conceptualize those initial 21 and (laughs) then the the next six came over two years so to come out of the gate with a new game to have 20 something new characters that's a lot of work a lot of assets a lot of stuff that probably they don't want to do
0: but for like for me as as like a fan i love overwatch yeah i i, I like that world I, I like the gameplay loop i'm okay if you told me that hey we're gonna do an overwatch 2 and some characters are gonna return but we really want to put an emphasis on this new balance this new world mm-hmm. these new ideas so there's gonna be new characters like i would have no problem i know people will be shitting their entire skeleton out of their body yeah just because, like, they hear shit like, wait a second, Reinhardt's not in. And, like, yeah, like, okay, I, I got you, dude, but it's Overwatch 2, you know? My thing is, Overwatch 2,
1: if it ever is a thing, I don't know. It's never going to happen this console generation. I, don't know, I, no, I no. imagine it like next generation. Maybe. This yeah. game's going to. Be sitting and, and doing its thing uh, for the next several right. years, and then one like,
0: <laughs> one thing I think Blizzard is smart enough. Like, is, okay, I understand that this is like a a Fortnite ecosystem that's occurring right now, but yeah. I don't I don't think that means. That they should make a Overwatch battle royale or however they should figure Um, that out. Because that's not the game. That's not what the game is. No, it
1: takes away from the whole idea of what that game is about. Precisely.
0: But I do think they can take a few cues to how Epic runs their game. You know, especially when it comes to, like, getting those, uh, you know, extra content. People want to buy things. And I even had this idea of um, maybe there should be a free version of Overwatch, you know, Mm -hmm. that has limitations. I mean, Battleborn tried to do it and kind of fell apart, but... Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea for Overwatch to be like, "Hey, we have a free version where you can we rotate like uh 12 characters out each each like, you know, month or maybe okay. even like every few weeks or something like that."
1: And your progression and unlocks will
0: save, and then if mm-hmm. you buy the game it all transfers. If you over. buy the game, you get every character yeah. and you have access to extra like, you know, perks and yeah. maybe whatever goddamn battle pass that they want to you know launch with it (laughs) that's how it is with their trial weekends yeah exactly so So it's like eh, maybe maybe they go that route you know if you want to get big again imagine if they're like overwatch 2 is completely free if you want Mm -hmm. you know but if you want that experience you got from overwatch 1 yeah give us 60 bucks
1: okay that's interesting Hmm?
0: i i feel like they're gonna maintain their
1: style uh against battle royale games Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe have a battle royale mode but it's, i don't know i just, can't just see like, that working
0: like for maybe them. an arcade playlist i can't see that working for them where it's like okay think about the nature of their maps think about the nature of the team composition well how they, do you how do you do like oh there's going to only be one survivor mode they've you know? actually
1: kind of already done that which one? um well so the first incarnation of this is an eco point antarctica Uh, Mm. three versus three, it's just last man, last team standing essentially. Mm. So you eliminate like, okay, three versus three, say we kill a player, they're down to two, we kill a player on that team, they're down to one. So then it's three people versus one until either that person gets eliminated or this dude fucking pulls out a trick shot and kills everybody Mm -hmm. on that team. So they, they have that idea present. And then, um, the, the death matches that they do, um, I forget the maps that they do them on, but it's just like. There's sort of a single-player component to that. You're not doing team-based things. You're fighting for yourself. You're getting kills. You're trying to maintain the top of the leaderboards. So... Combine those two ideas, they could easily do a battle royale playlist Maybe, or but, mode.
0: But battle royale, like, it would need to be like a very open map, you know, and and have some like survival kind of yeah. aspects to it. They to would have of...
1: to design a whole new map set for it, right? Um, which I don't doubt they could do, but it's probably not what they're looking to do right now because
0: I, I don't think they need to. That's I, my thing. Yeah, I think Overwatch needs to stay Overwatch. Yeah, you know, there's, keep there's a, being you guys. Yeah, there's a reason that it hits so hard with people. You know, Yeah, I mean, it's accessible. We
1: talk about this all the time. Right. You can. You can pick up literally any character and figure out how to play them with one in a game or two mm-hmm. um, and if that character is not for you there's 26 other characters you can play as super easy to get your hands on it's stylish it's cartoony and it appeals to right. everybody
0: i've never <clears throat> viewed blizzard as one to chase trends mm-hmm. they very much march to their own they're very insular crumb. you know they're very insular and they do their own thing and if they need eight years to do a game they will and if they want to cancel an entire game they By will Titan, yeah, in Which favor was... of something else entirely. That's how we got Overwatch yeah, to begin true. with. So I, I don't, I don't think uh, you know. when In, in this Fortnite ruled world, I, I really think the best thing that companies can do, like Blizzard, is to continue be themselves. To continue being themselves, yeah, essentially.
1: I mean, I feel like you maybe see some ebb and flow with player mm-hmm. engagement uh, over the past two years with Overwatch, but even still, like it's going strong. They just went into their next like. Uh, league season mm-hmm. we're doing summer games uh summer three like so there's, <laughs> that's true there's so much continued support for this and like player drop off like yeah it might happen but like this game is still a critical success oh um, yeah of i think it's the, and they're
0: still making money they're still doing their thing
1: i think it begs the better question though is over time will we see that maybe battle royales were sort of the flavor of the week
0: i think maybe yeah i think maybe for sure because i you know <sighs> jared petty always makes the point where it's like you know We have all these service games that are coming out, but what these companies and publishers are not kind of seeing uh, holistically is that there's not enough room for all of these games. There's not enough room for, like, five successful service games within, like, one fall period, essentially.
1: No, you have to pick one and stick to it.
0: Right, so I think Fortnite is the king of the hill. For now. And people want, to, they want that slice of the pie, but I don't think, unless somebody does something completely disruptive or something completely new, mm-hmm. maybe let it have its time. Let it do its thing, you know? I, I don't think that's going to be the mainstay thing going forward, because I don't think it's just, oh, a Battle Royale game is what people want. I think it's just that this game came out, it's free... It has kind of a very um, attractive style that kids can play and parents can't like freak out if they mm-hmm. see someone get shot in the head in that game because it's goofy looking. You know, they there's a lot of reasons why that game hit that isn't just oh it's a battle royale. Yeah, and I think blizzard can pay attention to certain things like that for sure that's why i think they maybe should overwatch 2 or whatever should be like hey here's a baseline free version of this Mm -hmm. with content that will always support if you want to play this way and engage this way but we have this other way to experience it you know it's i think it's a gamble but at the same time i think blizzard can get away with it i think so too but yeah that's how i feel that's how you feel i I yeah a lot of those thoughts they fucking resonate with me, dude. Resonate with you. But yeah. I've been mean, really digging Overwatch lately, actually, but getting yeah. really into it. Yeah. We've been having fun. We've been not uh, doing bad either. We went
1: on a pretty good streak the other night. We fucking, I think we played like five or six matches and only lost one. Yeah, right? Uh, which is, it's we were streaming to you were streaming at least, yeah. and uh, it's always weird for us to play games online because we typically do worse. It's like the curse of the stream or curse something. Curse of the stream. But we were killing it and doing great and having fun. Um, it was a little weird because it was the first time I'd played since Wrecking Ball came to mm, console. Mm. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is happening?
0: It's a busy game yeah. right now. So that that's my
1: thing, too, moving forward. Okay, say Overwatch 1 taps out at 32 characters or whatever. We'll say that's the fucking ceiling for it. Gross. The meta there is indistinguishable from where it started. Why not have a fresh slate? Why not have a new meta? I know, like, they, mm. they're it's all against the esports scene like that's basically how they tailor the game like the pc community and the esports league and all how that's going but like i don't know like after a while it's like it's too much
0: <laughs> it's time to put a yeah. bow on it yeah i would almost agree i would be fine with a clean slate you know there's recognizable characters that come back but mm-hmm. there's different things on on uh, offer here i don't know yeah I don't think we're going to see an overwatch two for
1: quite a bit. <laughs> no, this is us just speculating. Just speculating. Uh, That's all. It's, especially too. Cause like this is a game that you've kind of come in and out of over the past mm-hmm. years for me. It's been my staple. Mm-hmm. I play no other multiplayer game like this. you looking at a
0: lot of overwatch pops in your room, bro. Uh,
1: let's check out the fucking overwatch shot glasses. I have there.
0: You have some shot glasses too. And, and they're all, all,
1: they're all support characters. God
0: damn. You got a lot of overwatch.
1: When here. you need support, take an overwatch shot.
0: why don't you nerf this dick
1: Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) shit (laughs) speaking of nerf uh, i think it's pretty cool that they're they're partnering with nerf to do like a whole different line of like guns like i think it's
0: pretty cool that cool that your transition came off of uh nerf nerf this yeah
1: (laughs) 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 whatever dude i find my segues where i can (laughs) that diva blaster looks pretty tight though it's pretty tight though yeah it's real tight and i think they did one of reaper's guns too like a shotgun
0: I might buy that thing for someone special, but I shouldn't say anything on air. Anyway, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any other thoughts or remarks on this? I'm gonna keep on playing Overwatch. Yeah, you want to go play right now? I want to play right now. Fuck yeah, dude! It's really hot. We should end this. uh, Okay, we should end this. Well,
1: we appreciate you guys for hanging out, and we love you even. We love you, save roommates. Mm -hmm. You're the best roommates we could ever ask for. Uh, I don't know when you're gonna pay our rent, but we don't care because we're here for you
0: we've been waiting <laughs> uh,
1: but thank you for listening to this episode and all of ours, or following us on twitter or watching our shit on sh- twitch like we're trying to put out a lot of content here not because like we feel like we need to but because we enjoy doing it and we're glad, mm-hmm. we're glad that you guys are engaging with it and find
0: us relatable or funny or whatever. Or whatever the fuck. We yeah. don't understand it but if you dig us yeah. we dig you. Honestly. And even if you don't cool man. Thanks for checking us out. Right. Uh, but yeah you can find us on Twitter at Save Room Show. Our uh, Twitch streams independently. Mine is twitch.tv slash The Red Herb. Yes it's a Resident Evil reference and Daniel is twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels. So if you want to see us throughout the week you can always check us out uh on the twitter and uh just another quick shout out again we're really proud proud of our blood boys Bloodcast. Mm. so good so if you give that a listen that would be fucking fantastic talk
1: talk about stuff i've been patting myself on the back for all week like it just it came
0: together so nice we were really happy i made fake fake ad copy Mm -hmm. for it my dude added music to it (laughs) Uh, it's amazing it's great But otherwise, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um, We wouldn't be doing this if it honestly, you know, there wasn't traction. I mean, we might be doing it. I mean,
1: two years later, we're still kind of doing what we were doing before. We're just Mm -hmm. two dudes in a bedroom talking about video games and and doing what we love. And just people have found us over that time.
0: And they, I don't know, it's been good growing our little community Mm -hmm. here. Y'all are sexy. Yeah, that's what it is. Y'all are (laughs) sexy. All right. Thank you so much, guys. And remember to save your game.